when we think about brands, we generally think about whatever it is they sell. Apple sells phones and computers. Disney sells entertainment. McDonald's sells fast food. But there's a key aspect to each of these that's incredibly important to what they sell that's far less tangible. Experience. Now, there are a lot of brands that'll sell you a computer or a phone. But few make the experience of buying one more memorable than Apple. From the glittering, minimal design of their stores, talking to a genius, to the sound the box makes when you slide it open, the entire experience of Apple has been carefully curated. As consumers are inundated with what they feel to be endless choices in the marketplace, experience can be a way for a brand to stand out and connect with consumers more deeply. Giving them a positive experience is a way to lead them out of decision fatigue and brand clutter. And that's what we're talking about today. Experience. As part of a continuing series around brand religions, we'll explore why and how some brands focus on the experience religion. But to start, let's explore how we arrived at this new focus on experience instead of just the product. Actually, um, if we look at, at how marketing evolved uh, throughout yeah, the, the past decades, initially companies, and sometimes in a company it's also like that, they start from a product focus, or back in the days it was all about making strong products. Then there was this rise of, of bringing additional services to keep on making the difference. Uh, um, the brand tries to encompass all that, but more and more we focus on this, this customer centricity, customer experience um, element. And um, so that means uh, in the experience religion, starting from that notion of the customer journey, which we often do, uh, it means you got to think outside the core of your product or your core, let's say, branded product. That is Frank Kudetier. Uh, my name is uh, Frank Frank Goedertier. I'm uh, a partner and uh, a marketing professor at Vleric Business School. Um, I'm also uh, one of the co-authors of the book, and therefore I'm uh, happy to talk about Brand Religion's uh, book scene, of course. Um, and just interested in general in, let's say, brand marketing, um, customer psychology, and really trying to understand what the reason is why people buy brands or products. So, as Frank explained, when brands are trying to be customer-centric, they look at the full journey their customers go on. And throughout this journey, they want to ensure that there are positive brand touch points. These might be while buying the product, but they could also be while using the product. The idea is that it goes beyond features, value for money, or price. It's driven by creating a memorable experience. And research has shown this works. The advantage of focusing on experience is that it makes it much harder to be copied. So let's talk to someone who's seen this shift from product to experience. So my name is Mauro Oretti and I'm in charge of uh, marketing and commercial at SkyTeam. My title is Vice President Marketing and Commercial at the SkyTeam Airline Alliance in Amsterdam. And I've been doing this for the last 11 years. Currently, my scope is... Uh, focused on four areas. Uh, one is the marketing, so brand and communication. One is the sales. Uh, one is the loyalty. And one is the lounges. And uh, alliances typically focus on doing some things multilaterally to provide collective benefits to the members and to their customers. Some things that members think are valuable 
for us to do. So not everything, but a select number of projects in these four areas. Mauro has a long history in the airline industry, but he spent a lot of that time at the Airline Alliance Sky Team. So to start, we asked him to explain just what exactly an alliance is. So alliance started about 20 years ago, uh, 23 in fact. And uh, the idea has been to bring together uh, a number of airlines, in the case of SkyTeam, it's 19 airlines, and to do things together. The the, the fundamental reason of creating an alliance is to, was and still is, to extend the network reach. So to have more destinations, to have more frequencies, and to have more connectivity, what is technically called network depth, breadth, and density. Um, then uh, on top of that, the uh, loyalty piece came out, you know, so the possibility to earn and burn miles on each other, to accrue and redeem miles on each other. The third uh-huh. piece was the lounges, so the uh, possibility to, to enter uh, lounges of each other worldwide. And then on top of that, there was some brand building, so the, the, the alliances, all three alliances, spent some time in building the brand. And some commercial elements surfaced, the possibility to do some uh, work commercially that makes sense for the airlines and that is competition law compliant, because of course sales is a very sensitive area. And then customer experience uh, came about as a, a relevant area where alliances can add value. We are here to discuss experience. So how did the airline industry, and specifically SkyTeam, come to embrace experience? Experience is king. The, um, the reason is that um, aviation has not always done a good job in, uh, in this field. We have done an excellent job in flying safely, and I think a good job in, in making flying affordable, but uh, the experience has not always been great. Now, remember, Frank mentioned a bit earlier that the focus on experience led companies to look at their customer journey. And his explanation of why that's important helps us understand why the airline industry has also done it. Companies that that want to consider this experience religion should think about a couple of questions. Um, So if you think about this customer journey dimension, you have to wonder first, what do people want? Do they want a product journey, a journey around your product? Probably not. They want a customer journey. Yeah? That's why we have the word customer in there. So that means that a journey also might not stop at your products. Yeah? So that you need to think a little bit out of the box about maybe a meta brand building challenge where we link to notions like ecosystem thinking, islands of competition, and maybe some kind of marketing positioning. Uh, branding story is also increasingly needed there. Throughout this customer journey, there are key touch points where your customers interact with your brand. And Mauro says that is where SkyTeam focused their customer experience efforts. If you look at the customer journey, if you look at what a customer goes through uh, between the moment that uh, he or she goes to the airport and the moment that exits the airport, there are a number of important touch points that uh, create the experience, you know, from, let's say, the the moment of check-in, the uh, baggage drop-off, the security, the immigration, perhaps the lounge, if they have access to the lounge, the boarding, then there is the in-flight experience, then there is the disembarking, 
and then there's a package delivery and then all the loyalty frequent flyer miles posting etc all of this creates a journey and some of these touch points are more uh, delicate and more sensitive than others and back to frank again i think at the core is really thinking about if you start from that customer journey perspective what are the touch points we can find where we can create wow moments where we can really actively manage expectations and maybe exceed expectations at some points maro says this is definitely true for sky team there are certain touch points that stand out in defining the customer experience so we know through research that for example security immigration boarding, baggage delivery are moments where the uh, stress level uh, is on the rise. And uh, some of the, uh, you know, some of the touch points we control, like the in-flight is entirely in the uh, airline's control, but some others we don't, like you know, security and immigration, we don't. So it's all about influencing those, those, you know, the, the, as much as possible, the experience along those touch points so that it becomes a more, a more pleasant, uh, a more pleasant uh, thing. The challenge for Sky Team when trying to create this seamless customer experience is that they work in a very fractured area. They have 19 different airlines, thousands of different airports, and then dozens of various governments they have to work with across this customer experience. Frank explained that this is an important consideration when trying to create an experience across brands and throughout the journey. If you really believe in that experience religion, you've got to give this consistent experience. People don't want, okay, to hop from one product to another. Ideally, it becomes seamless. And maybe you can make there a difference by, by bundling forces and by thinking at the meta level of, of, of what this experience should be about. Of course, somebody should take the lead. That's a big challenge. Somebody should set the stage. Um, and then the challenge is indeed like, yeah, your, your own product, you, you, you can that control that quite well, uh, but then your partner brands, uh, how do you bring them in and how do you create that win-win uh, situation? So going beyond the conceptual, what has SkyTeam done to improve the experience of passengers? We have developed a range of uh, products and services over the last uh, 11 years that are uh, aimed at making the journey better for passengers. Uh, I just mentioned a couple here, two or three. One is uh, Sky Priority. It's, uh, it's uh, a product that is aimed at high value customers. So first class, business class and elite class customers. So the higher tier of our uh, frequent flyers. And it's based along eight touch points, uh, consistently branded all over the world, over approximately 1000 airports. And um, the so that you know the the high value customer wherever he or she is can experience uh, a consistent uh, quality uh, during uh, the these during these touch points that range from check in to boarding to baggage delivery and other. Second uh, product that we have developed is is called Sky Transfer. This is a non branded product yet, although we are looking at branding it. And uh, it's composed of approximately uh, seven or eight uh, projects, micro projects that range from uh, interline through check-in. It is very technical things that mm -hmm. customers don't even see probably, but they are aimed at you know at making transfers better. Because don't forget that at SkyTeam we are fundamentally focusing on uh, 
passengers that fly on multi-leg itinerary with multiple carriers. That's the issue because, of course, uh, airlines look at their own customers on their own metal and they focus less on the customers that then flies on different metals during uh, uh, their journeys. And so that's the role that SkyTeam plays. I'm lucky enough to have worked with SkyTeam on their customer experience research for the last five years. And one thing I've heard them talk about repeatedly is empowerment. In essence, it's about giving people who actually see those customers day to day the power to impact the experience of the customers, to give them tools to actually do something for them. And the area where this is most important is what they call service recovery. When something goes wrong, that is the time when empowered staff can make the biggest difference. So I have a personal obsession with uh, service correction and service recovery, meaning that, you know, when everything is fine, when things go well, uh, you know, passengers are quite okay. They, you know, they, they fly and, that, and that's it. But if something goes wrong, you know, that's where the uh, problem starts. So, you know you, you know, you need to acknowledge the problem you know, and you need to solve the problem, meaning you need to take care of the problem. Sometimes you cannot solve them, but you, you cannot just ignore it. So there are two dimensions. One is the service dimension. You need to have the technical capability, the knowledge, the competence to solve if you can uh, or find alternative solutions if you can't. To, and go the extra mile. But then there is, an, there is also another, another dimension, which is the hospitality part. You know, sometimes you, just the listening, the human empathy, the solidarity that you can show is just as important. And there is uh, something which we call the service recovery paradox. The service recovery paradox is a concept where a customer's impression of a company is actually higher if the company has corrected a problem with their service than if there had been no problem at all. In the airline context, you can imagine a situation where a technical malfunction means a flight is delayed. But the airline quickly rebooks the passenger on another flight, ensures their baggage is moved there, and offers them a complimentary lunch while they wait. The fact that the airline proactively took care of the problem and still made for a pleasant experience ends up making the customer even happier with the airline than if there had been no problem at all. In our Brand Religions book scene, you can read more about this concept. If you measure satisfaction or actually loyalty in passengers that have experienced an irregular operation, have experienced a problem, and that problem has been either solved or addressed properly, the loyalty of these customers is actually higher than that of customers that have had just had a normal flight. You know, so this that's a paradox. So why empowerment? Because you know, frontline employees, they are low in the hierarchy of the airlines. They are among, among the lowest. However, they are making very important decisions that can make or break a relationship with, uh, their, uh, with, the, with the airline. They, they are making decisions that can uh, impact uh, the extent to which these customers will fly again or not with that airline. So how do you deal with this contradiction? And you deal through empowerment. You need to be able to uh, allow these uh, people, these frontline people to take decisions. You need to accept um, that there may be mistakes. Uh, you need to, uh, you know, you need to uh, 
there are some examples in other in other industries, uh, typically the hotel um, industry, where people require executive authorization to say no to a customer. You are mandated to always say yes because mm -hmm. that's that's your role, you know. And they need to have some monetary allowance to enable them to solve issues because the fact is that you can have the best food on board, the best in-flight entertainment, but if you fail during the moment of truth, you know, when things go wrong and and customers are, are left at a loss, that's the moment of truth that you need to be able to cater for. We also discussed the role of exclusivity in experience. Uh, yeah, so exclusivity is about status. And, um, you know, there are... There are, there are various views here, but uh, the more, generally speaking, the more exclusive an experience in, in, in a touch point or a service or a product is, uh, the more, you know, the happier the customer. <clears throat> I have, I use here the paradox of the boarding in, in Sky Priority. In very busy uh, routes that have a high percentage of high value customers, you sometimes see that the sky priority lane, the priority lane, is longer than the lane of the other um, of, of of the economy passengers traditionally. However, just the fact of being in that lane, just to be, just the fact of being perceived as an exclusive treatment, has value in itself. So airlines have gone to a great length, especially in the loyalty sphere, to uh, hyper segment the high value customers with uh, a specific even even hidden tiers tiers that are not communicated externally but only the customer knows that they belong to this tier and they get exclusive benefits linked to this tier which go from you know, like personalized um, call centers personalized people that take care of you in any situation that the promise of solving any kind of problem so the I would say that the ex the exclusivity component needs to be linked or is linked anyway with the element of personalization. The more exclusive, the more personal the uh, experience. The point of our discussion with Mauro was to focus on the long role customer experience has played at SkyTeam. However, it's impossible to ignore the elephant in the room, the coronavirus. The pandemic has had a devastating impact on the airline industry. So Mauro also discussed with us how he sees the role of the Alliance and the role of experience in this new context. So I think uh, I've never heard the word unprecedented, unprecedented mentioned so many times uh, as in the last uh, few months. What, what has happened to the industry is in fact unparalleled, it was never, nothing, Nothing of this magnitude has ever uh, occurred since the Wright brothers, uh, for the first time, uh, flew with their uh, with their prototype, and um, the uh, you know there, there was a time there was a moment in May where 95% of the world fleets were grounded. This gives you a, a picture of how bad this has been and still is. We have worked with uh, Star Alliance and One World in a, again, unprecedented attempt to uh, restore confidence. We, we have collaborated among uh, among uh, competitors. We need to first uh, create clarity on those elements 
then we have to restore confidence of why flying is safe. A lot of people don't fly because they think the flying is dangerous. The flying is not dangerous. Flying is actually one of the safest, being an aircraft today, it's one of the safest places that you can be COVID-wise. There are some things that airlines have done post-COVID. For example, they have intensified the deep cleaning of the aircraft, done in different ways. There is fogging. There are, there are other methodologies. But there, there are things that are already there, and they've always been there uh, on the, the most of the aircraft, the large majority of the modern aircraft. They are enabling vertical airflow, which is uh, designed to minimize uh, any kind of contamination. Every three minutes, in most of the aircraft, the air is changed entirely, and this, the way seats are positioned are all, is also a way uh, to uh, to minimize uh, the uh, the exposure. So it's actually very safe to fly. We'll have to wait to see how this situation impacts the customer experience for travelers long term. Mauro believes this focus on safety will be a key part of the experience. So there we have it. Brands can be more than a product, more than a service. They can be a memorable experience. And importantly, those experiences can be measured so you know how well you're doing. For more information on the experience religion or on any of the brand religions, check out our book zines at insights-consulting.com. This episode was edited by Katya Polini. Mixing and tech production was done by me, Farrell Styers. Thanks to Mauro and the whole team at SkyTeam for taking the time for us. Thanks to Frank from Vlerick Business School for his insight and experience marketing. And thanks to you for listening.